1: Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on v the sports betting network. Coming to you live from the Circa Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VCN, the sports betting network. And we are now live in Denver. On altitude 950, which will carry VSIN 24 7. So, listeners in Denver will also hear some of our hosts like Mike Pritchard, Sean King, Michael Lombardi on altitude 92.5 each week. Really exciting news for VSIN to be a part of just a great sports city with legal sports betting all day, every day. We are live altitude radio, 950 a.m. in Denver. We welcome all our great listeners. From the Mile High City. Once again, I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott's On Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Follow the entire network at V-Sin Live. Week eight in the NFL will wrap up on Monday Night Football with the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the New York Football Giants. We'll get back into the NFL in a couple of minutes, but I want to touch upon college football from this past weekend and go over the shakeup that we've seen here in the college football rankings. And the first college football playoff rankings will be released here this week as we shift our calendar to November. And I got to tell you, the top four that we have right now in the AP poll is not going to be the top four that we get in the first college football playoff rankings. Georgia is number one. They took care of Florida. Congratulations, Georgia is the best team in the country. They've looked like it all along, and nothing's going to change that. They beat Florida 34-7, to so they cover the two-touchdown line in Jacksonville in the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Cincinnati is currently number two, and they have not looked like the second-best team in college football. A 31-12 win over Tulane, which was much closer then that score dictated because they scored late. And don't be fooled by the number two next to their name. This is not the second best team in college football. And I'll remind people of this, that when it comes to the college football playoff rankings, the committee is going to put together a list of the top four best and most deserving teams in college football. Cincinnati right now, not. In that top four. But checking out the rest of your AP Top 25. Alabama is at number three. Oklahoma sits at number four. Michigan State fresh off the outright win over Michigan is number five. Ohio State is six. Oregon at seven. Notre Dame eight. Michigan drops to nine. And Wake Forest at 10-0 jumps up to number 10. And Wake Forest could throw a wrench in this entire thing. I feel like we all assume and we know this for a fact that the SEC winner is getting into the college football playoff, whether it's an undefeated Georgia or a one loss Alabama team that defeats Georgia in the college football playoff. Congratulations, that could happen. And right now Georgia is your favorite plus 110 Alabama plus 280. If Ohio State runs the table and they win the Big Ten, they're in at 500. They have a chance to win the uh, college football playoff. An undefeated Michigan State gets in. Michigan State plus 4,000, by the way, to win the college football playoff. I think there's going to be a debate between Oregon, if Oregon wins out, and they're a one-loss Pac-12 conference champ, and then there's Wake Forest, an undefeated Wake Forest team, do they get in winning the ACC? That throws a wrench in everything if that happens. Let's take a look at the lines coming up here for week number 10 in college football, which is wild to think that we have gone this far already. In the college football season. Just going to start in the top 25. Lay it out for you. It starts on Thursday. Louisiana number 24 is an 11 point favorite over Georgia State. Number one Georgia on Saturday. Laying 38 against Mizzou. Number six Ohio State. A 14 and a half point favorite on the road at Nebraska. Number 10 Wake Forest. Is a two and a half point underdog at North Carolina. And the total in this game. Seventy-five point five. Wow! Number fifteen, Ole Miss is a ten-point favorite at home against Liberty. And you know me—if you've listened to me on this program before—I bet Liberty. I bet Liberty a lot. Uh, I, I love Malik Willis. I love this offense. I will probably take Liberty as a ten-point dog here in this game. I'm just saying it now. I'll get back to it later in the week. Probably taking Liberty as a 10-point talk. Number 23, SMU, off their first loss of the season, is a 6.5-point favorite at Memphis. No line yet between uh, uh, on the BYU game there, number 17. Number 2, Cincinnati, 23-point home favorites against Tulsa. Number 5, Michigan State, laying three on the road at Purdue. Can Purdue ruin the perfect season for the Michigan State Spartans? It is a letdown spot. Coming off a huge win against Michigan. Much to the chagrin of uh, Derek Stevens here at the Circa. Michigan State beats Michigan. And now you have to go on the road to take on Purdue laying just a field goal. Number eight, Notre Dame is a 21-point favorite at home against Navy. Number 11, Oklahoma State laying three on the road at West Virginia. Big matchup in the SEC. Number 12, Auburn at number 13, Texas A&M. Texas A&M, a a four-and-a-half-point home favorite. Number 14, Baylor, a a six-and-a-half-point favorite at TCU. This game gets a big circle for me because whenever there is a coaching change, I circle that game. Gary Patterson is out at TCU. Huge story in college football. Been there forever. He is out. It's been a bad season. It's been a bad couple years and we'll see how this team now adjusts moving forward. We'll keep an eye on that game as we progress throughout the week. Number 22, Penn State, is an 11-point favorite on the road at Maryland, and Penn State could fall into a category for me, at least. Uh, I love kicking teams when they're down. Doesn't make me a bad guy, but when teams uh, suffer like their third loss of the season, especially in college football, they're really not going anywhere. And I could see a a lapse in intensity and preparation. You know, Penn State just played a couple of back-to-back games against, uh, you know, the Illinois game that went into overtime and then a hard-fought game at Ohio State and they lose going to be kind of difficult to get up for a Maryland opponent that you should beat but can be sneaky at home. You're 5-3 and three now on the year. There's really not much to play for. You just need one more win. You're going to a bowl game. It's not going to be a good bowl game, but I think 11 points might be a little too much here. Number 21, Coastal Carolina, 19-point favorites at Georgia Southern. Number 3, Alabama, laying 28-and-a-half at home against LSU. Number 18, Kentucky lost their second game of the year to Mississippi State. They're three-point favorites at home against Tennessee. Number 19, Iowa, they lost their second game of the year. They're 12-point favorites at Northwestern. Number 25, Fresno State, five-and-a-half-point favorites at home against Boise State. Number 7, Oregon, laying six-and-a-half on the road at Washington. Number 9, Michigan, looking to avenge the loss here from last week they are at home against Indiana. And what a disappointment Indiana's been this year. Michigan laying 19 and a half. How about number 20, Houston? My favorite pick of the week last week. We went 3-0 in our picks up on vCIN.com. So you want to make sure that you're getting our VSin best bet articles. Uh, Houston was my favorite pick. They beat SMU. Houston is now number 20. They're seven and one, 13-point favorites on the road at South Florida. South Florida is just a bad football team this year, folks. And then finally, number 16, UTSA, Texas San Antonio. They are 8-0. They are at UTEP, and UTSA is laying 12 and a half. That's a look at your college football odds. Your Heisman Trophy favorite is still Bryce Young of Alabama, but something that I talked about last week was C.J. Stroud of Ohio State. Watch his odds move because with every game that they have for the remainder of their schedule, he will have opportunities to have Heisman moments. These are the type of situations that win you these awards is when you're in big marquee games against big-time teams, nationally televised, and you have a big-time performance, That's how you get votes to win the Heisman Trophy. C.J. Stroud is now your second favorite behind Bryce Young at plus 450, and also Heisman moments. I mean, you don't get any more Heisman moments than than Kenneth Walker just had against Michigan. Kenneth Walker's been doing it all season for Michigan State, the Wake Forest transfer, and just think about it. How good would... Wake Forest is undefeated right now, and they're number 10 in the country. Imagine if they still had Kenneth Walker as their running back. How much better can the team be besides undefeated right now? But Kenneth Walker is your third favorite at plus 500 on this season. Hey, let me tell you about Indeed. Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credits. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's the look ahead here on VSIN. And once again, welcome in our new listeners in Denver on altitude 950. They will carry VSIN 24 7. And listeners in Denver will also hear some of our great hosts like Mike Pritchard, Sean King, and Michael Lombardi on altitude 92.5 each week. So great news. Happy to be a part of a great sports betting city in Denver. I'm Scott Seidenberg here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
0: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
1: This is The Look Ahead on v the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of The Look Ahead is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. A fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray. No more spit cups. No batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head over to Zinn.com find to locate a store near you. That's ZYN.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Scott Seidenberg back here on The Look Ahead here on the Sports Betting Network. Thrilled to be joined in studio by Derek Stevens from the Circa Resort. We are live in the Circa Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas and broadcasting to a new audience, Derek, in Denver, Colorado. We are thrilled to be on in Denver, a great sports betting city.
4: Think about this, 9, 950 altitude. By the way, Scott. What a what an intro! Thank you very much. <laughs> My Happy man. Halloween to Denver!
1: Happy Halloween to Denver! <laughs> for those who can't see Derek and you're listening on altitude 950 in Denver, he is dressed up as a fireman, putting out not many fires here at the circuit because it was a pretty good day here for the book, right?
4: It's a pretty good day, but we're trying to fuck. We're, we're trying to focus on the first responders. That's why That's I'm dressed I love up it. with it. I love the it. First responders are the most important thing. Think about think about how, how important first responders are to all of us. So, we're going to talk about gambling right now Hmm. while I'm wearing this hat.
1: It's a good hat. It's a good outfit. (laughs) It's
4: great. What do you want? Uh, Let's talk about the Circa
1: Survivor. The Cincinnati Bengals lose to my New York Jets, Derek. Yeah. And 41%. We finally had a week where we got some people knocked out of the Circa Survivor.
4: Yeah, you know, it's something. I've always wanted to have the Survivors last as long as they could, Mm -hmm. but... But think about what happened in that Bengals game. It's unbelievable. And what was what was up with that unnecessary roughness? Play? <laughs> this was crazy. It changed the whole game. It was crazy. Well, Who would
1: have thought that Mike I, White, the Western Kentucky product, taking over for Zach Wilson would be the one to get the win? Really the unbelievable.
4: <laughs> How many people? We, we knocked out like 861 people. About, yeah, about 870 in this, in, in the, people. In the 40. Circus Survivor. Mm-hmm.
1: 41% of the pool finally got knocked out. 41%. And 30, I believe 35%
4: have the Kansas City Chiefs on Monday night. Yeah, you know what's amazing is that, uh, is, is that this is the first double-digit favorite where people really got into the Circus Survivor and yeah. got knocked out. I mean, we knew it was going to happen at some point. I mean, for myself, on the on the uh, nightcap with Tim Murray yep. and Sean King, I went all in on Bengals. I, I talked about Bengals was the right play as you went all the way through the season. Mm. I thought that was the right play. And, and uh, you know, Survivor's a tough, tough
1: game. Yes, it is. I, I have the Chiefs, so I'm crossing my fingers because, uh, we, you know, this is the only time I think I could take the Chiefs for the rest of the season because they don't got a lot of easy games coming up. But I've seen, listen, I'm, I'm a New Yorker, Derek. I've seen the Giants win these football games, the ones that you don't expect them to win, yeah. that they are a half and point underdogs. I've seen them win these games.
4: Scott, let me ask you a question here. So you decided to take the Chiefs mm-hmm. in the Circus Survivor. Yep. And you decided that the million dollar bonus was not worth it because you're gonna make the play that you need. Is that correct?
1: I need to advance. I need to survive. And I, get I need it. to and, and I, I'm doing a little bit of game theory here because I can't I can't see another opportunity to take the Chiefs again.
4: Scott, that's why I kind of like your analysis on this because, <laughs> well, because the whole the whole element about what we're doing is I, I've been saying this since August. Do not overthink the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Do not overthink the Kansas City Chiefs for the million dollar bonus. You have to pick twenty teams. Yes, you have to pick twenty. You're going to need them to survive. Don't save these two teams. The only team I say to save, you have to save, is Arizona Cardinals. Because it's Christmas. That's the only way to get through the Christmas uh, uh,
1: loophole. Okay. So now, see, now you're the one with the game theory here, because you're you're projected ahead. I like that a lot. Uh, and maybe, hey, maybe the Lions on Thanksgiving. No, we're not
4: gonna do that. <laughs> you're a Michigan guy, so I don't know. I mean, hey, listen, I was <laughs> I was on I was on earlier on with uh, Emmy. I'm like, Emmy said, what about your Detroit Lions? I'm like, no, I don't like them. I don't like them. <laughs> I would bet the Rams if I had to today, because I think the Lions on Dan Campbell gave every single thing they could a week ago yeah a couple a couple of couple of uh um you know just every they threw they threw everything out there i mean like i just didn't do the lines at a shot versus philly today
1: can i upset you for a second and i don't mean to but i well, i isn't
4: I, upsetting me I'm, I'm i'm with these lights it's unbelievable yeah. well you look this so this is altitude sports you look so good hey, I altitude mean. sports in denver thank goodness <laughs> Please come over to Circus Sports, download that app, whatever. But it's very hot here with these lights. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's why, because you're a firefighter. You're hot. You're playing with fire here. Uh, me- I'm the firefighter that didn't make it. I'm the firefighter I- that didn't make it. You, you,
1: you, you, look, make you look like it. one of the new members of one of these uh, reviews over here in town. Uh, uh, oh, God, no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. No, let, let me ask you. I don't want to upset you too much. Oh, boy. But the Wolverines losing. Do they still have a chance to make the playoff? If they win out,
4: uh, I don't think they have a chance to make the playoff. But uh,
1: they could beat Ohio State. They can probably get back in. It was, it was, you know. was gut
4: wrenching. Yeah, it was gut wrenching yeah. to me. But uh, I will tell you, I mean, I mean, you know that we're like down down at Circuit and the D. We we love Michigan. We love Michigan State. We love. I mean, we're we're kind of a Big Ten mm-hmm. hotel team, to be <laughs> honest. Whether it's Wisconsin, Green Bay, I mean, the whole deal. Um, we. Uh, we love the Big Ten here. Um, I'm not one of those guys just because I went to Michigan. Yeah, that dislikes Michigan State or Ohio State. Okay, I'm one of them guys that I love the Big Ten. It was gut wrenching for me to see what yeah. happened yesterday.
1: Stranger things have happened, right? Listen, they, if Ohio State beats Michigan State and then Michigan comes out and beats Ohio State, they can get into the the, the championship game and then you never know what happens. So. There's a
4: lot a lot of ways to play this. I was with a couple guys from the Las Vegas Bowl committee earlier tonight and uh everybody's talking about you know the Las Vegas Bowl mm-hmm. on December 30th yep. has uh the third choice of the Big 10 and everybody's playing this thing out because it looks like it might be Minnesota versus uh Wisconsin and on, on the mm-hmm. west yep. on the east it's all chaos. Yes. It's all chaos. Yes.
1: Scott. It's the best division in college football, the Big 10 East. The best division in college football, and I'll put that. I'll put them up against the SEC West. I'll put the Big Ten East. Uh, Halloween weekend, how's the
4: festivities been here downtown? Oh, it's been pretty spectacular. Yeah, I See, saw this as I got here yesterday <laughs> at ten AM, I haven't left yet. <laughs> I would also say, Scott, let's think about this. We're on altitude sports, nine fifty, Denver. Yep, we love Colorado. Like they're opening ski slopes and all that. But we have to get people to start gambling. And Scott, I appreciate being. The first guest ever on Altitude. That's right. Which also tells me it's been a struggle because if I'm the first <laughs> guest, we're in trouble. <laughs> I
1: would press brand new. We're, we're, we're introducing you to a new audience. We're introducing the audience to us here at it And we have a great product. We have a great network. And then the Circa is just the best place to come and watch a football game and or any sporting event. Well, it absolutely is. The yeah.
4: world's largest <laughs> sports book right behind your shoulder. Think about it. what a backdrop you have.
1: It's amazing. Scott, is that amazing? And can I just say, when the weather starts to get a little bit crisper in Denver, Circa Stadium Swim is open 365. It never closes. So you got to come out here, check out the pool. It's an outdoor sportsbook, people. It's not just a pool. It's a sportsbook outdoors. You got to come check out Stadium Swim here at Circa because it is, like I said, open 365. One
4: of the best things that you did here. I want to tell everybody on altitude right now at 950 – a lot of what we did at Zirka was learned by myself mm. and by my team. Yeah. About the opportunity I had in Denver, in Vale, in Beaver Creek. The whole deal, steamboat, the whole thing, because I never understood why pools weren't open. 365 days here. I would go to Aspen, whatever. I'm like yeah. they're always open. It's, it, and every time I went up to a pool in, in in uh in Colorado, it was always dark out. Yeah. But people were having a great time. Sure. It didn't matter what pool, what hotel I was at, app Race, <laughs> ski, the whole thing. Like a lot of what we did at Stadium Swim is really focused on nine fifty AM altitude right. radio. That's why I got to learn what I
1: did. Love it. He's Derek Stevens. You got to come to the Circa and check him out or next time he's in town, right? <laughs> he's going to be in Denver, I'm sure, checking out some stuff there. Derek, I appreciate the time. Thanks for stopping in. You look great as the uh, fireman here, but no fires to put out because everything's all good here at the Circa.
4: Great to see you. <laughs>
1: there he is, Derek welcome, Stevens. <laughs> welcome, Colorado. That's right, 950 Altitude. Uh, welcome all our great audience there. And then uh, some of our great hosts like Mike Pritchard and Sean King and... And others will be on Michael Lombardi on uh, Altitude 92.5 as well. So you want to make sure that you check those guys out. But we're 24-7 VEASAN here on Altitude 950 AM. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Follow us all on the network on Twitter at VEASAN Live. You can check me out at Scott's on air. We'll continue to break down this Monday night football game that's going to wrap up week eight in the NFL. We'll touch on the World Series as well. Maybe a little bit on Teddy covers and those Broncos. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
3: This
1: is the look ahead on VSN, the sports betting network. We have some great news for our Colorado-based VSN fans. We have partnered with Altitude Sports Radio, and starting Monday, all of your favorite VSN shows, including this one, can be heard live on Altitude Radio 9:50 a.m. in Denver. We are extremely excited about this partnership that brings VSN to a great sports city for the growing audience of sports betters. Tune in to hear all v shows live on Altitude Radio, 9.50 a.m. in Denver, right now. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's The Look Ahead here on VSIN the Sports Betting Network. My thanks to Derek Stevens, uh, owner here at the Circa uh, Resort and Casino, also the D. And, uh, you know, he's just done a tremendous job um, here in Vegas, here in downtown. And, you know, uh, having him in studio, he's, he's got an open invitation to come talk sports whenever uh, he wants to come in. And uh, we mentioned Denver as our new uh, audience. Congratulations. Uh, Which makes me I was talking about earlier today the best numbers against the spread and against the total in the NFL. And the Broncos are one of those teams that fall into a trend here when it comes to ATS or total numbers. The Broncos right now are the best in the NFL, or I guess second best, if you will, in the NFL, in unders. A 17-10 win for the Broncos on Sunday against the Washington football team. So they are 4-4 four and four on the year. They're 4-4 four and four against the spread after starting out so well with a 3-0 start. But they're 4-4 four and four against the spread, 4-4 four and four overall. But they're 6-2 and two to the under. This season. The only teams that are better than that right now is Pittsburgh is five, one and one to the under, Seattle six, one and one to the under. So the under percentage for the Denver Broncos, 75%. 6 2 to the under. And if you want to look at the cover margin, if you will. And what I mean by cover margin is by how many points on average are you, you know, by how many points are you less than the line or better than the line? The Broncos are the best team in the NFL in cover margin towards the under. Six. They are six points better than the under this season, which is just wild. So they're 6-2 to the under, covering by an average of 6 points to the under. That is the best in the NFL. The next best would be the uh, Seattle Seahawks at 5.2 points and the Carolina Panthers at 5.2 points. Let's talk about the best teams uh, on the over. The Rams are 5-2-1 to the over so far this season. The Titans are 5-3. The Colts are 5-3, and and what an over that game was. I loved the over in the Titans and the Colts game. 65 total points as the game went into overtime, and the Titans got the win 34-31. They are 6-2 now on the year. Both the Titans and the Colts, tremendous record towards the over 5-3. The Dallas Cowboys are right now, the Dallas Cowboys are arguably the best team to the over this season uh they're six and one on the year five and two to the over because the sunday night game uh only had 36 points you know what under the total five and two the under for the uh, for the over excuse me for the dallas cowboys the largest margin of uh, and that this number has to be adjusted because it says 6.1, but that was when the Cowboys were 5.1, so it's going to be less, but not that much less. So the Cowboys still have the best over cover margin, followed by the Tampa Bay Bucks at 4.8. And then surprisingly, the New York Jets 4-3 to the over, but hitting the over at plus 2.1 on their cover margin. Let's take a look at the against the spread numbers. The best teams in the NFL – against the spread. Right now, the Green Bay Packers, uh excuse me, the Dallas uh, the Green Bay Packers are 7 and 1 against the spread. The Dallas Cowboys are 7 and 0. Oh. The Dallas Cowboys have covered every single week of the NFL season. The Packers have covered every single week except for week 1 when they went to Jacksonville as a completely unprepared football team and lost to Jameis Winston and the Saints. That was the game that was supposed to be in New Orleans, but because of the hurricane, got moved to Jacksonville. Uh, Aaron Rodgers had the whole saga of the offseason of will he, won't he. Uh, None of their starters played in the preseason, and it showed. In week one, they were terrible. Okay? Absolutely terrible. But they have covered every game since. 7-1 7-1 and one for the Green Bay Packers. Dallas, though, 7-0 and oh this season against the number. It doesn't get much better than that. They covered in week one as an underdog against the Bucks. Covered in week two against the Chargers as a slight dog, winning 2017. Covered as a favorite against the Eagles. Covered as a favorite against the Panthers. Covered as the favorite against the Giants. Covered as the favorite against the Patriots in the wild overtime game, which was a ridiculous cover. I mean, I had the Patriots plus the four and a half in that game, and that was just disappointing. And then they cover here as in a game that they were opened up as favorites and then went off as underdogs because of Dak Prescott being out and Cooper Rush uh, being the starting quarterback and they cover as dogs winning outright. So this is a team right now that is 6 and 1 on the season. The I guess second best record in the NFL behind the Packers, Cardinals and Rams who are all 7 and 1, but they are the best team. They are undefeated this season against the spread. They have covered in all 7 games. The Tennessee Titans are 6 and 2 against the spread. The Arizona Cardinals are 6 and 2 against the spread. The worst team in the NFL against the spread? Guess it? Yeah, it's pretty obvious. The Washington football team is 1 and 7 against the spread. The Jets are 2 and 5, and the only games that they covered were the two games that they wound up winning outright against the Titans and against the Cincinnati Bengals. Miami is 2-5 and 1. San Francisco is 2 and 5. And how about them Kansas City Chiefs, who will play on Monday Night Football against the Giants, laying 10.5. The Chiefs are just 2-5 and against the spread this season. And you're looking for the best cover margin in the NFL. It's the Buffalo Bills, Arizona, and then Dallas. The worst cover margin, Miami, Jacksonville, and Kansas City. So you have a Kansas City Chiefs team that is the second worst team against the spread at 2 and 5. The third worst in cover margin at minus 7.3 points per game. Laying 10 and a half against the New York Giants, a team that is 12 and 4 against the spread as a road underdog. With Daniel Jones as the starting quarterback. All signs seem to point to a New York Giants cover in that game. But I've mentioned it several times. I have the Kansas City Chiefs in my survivor pool because I this is the last, this is the only the last time I'm gonna be able to take them. And it's as big, it's as much of a must-win as you can have without being eliminated. This team cannot afford to lose a home game on Monday Night Football, primetime game at Arrowhead, against a bad, banged-up New York Giants team. You cannot afford to lose that game. Now, I'm not saying they're going to cover 10 Ten and a half 10 is a, a big number. Anything can happen with a 10 and a half point line. The back door is always open. This could be a 31-14 game. Uh, or or maybe it's a 31-13 game and the Giants score a touchdown and go for two to make it 31-21. Uh, I, I, I don't know. That could happen. There are scenarios. It could be 31-14 at 31-21. It could be, uh, you know, 40. Uh, it's not going to be 41-31. Don't think that's going to happen. But you get the point. 27-17 could be the score. This could be a 27-10 game with a minute left and the Giants score a touchdown, make it 27-17. Ten and 10 and half is just such a large number that I had to take the Giants. But if you're asking me, I can't see any way that the Kansas City Chiefs lose this football game. They they just they can't afford to. They absolutely can't. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You follow me on Twitter at scottsonair, S-C-O-T-T-S. On Air, S-C-O-T-T-S o-n-a-i-r follow us all at vcin live coming up next we'll touch on the world series which is headed back to houston for a game six this is the look ahead here on vcin the sports betting network
0: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA.
1: This is The Look Ahead on v the Sports Betting Network. The Sports Betting National Championship is coming up November 5th through the 7th, and v will provide coverage from the main event all weekend long, including live on-location updates for all the action. Visit vcin.com sbnc for more information and learn how you can enter for a chance to test your skills and win cash, including... The million-dollar top prize. That's vcin.com slash sbnc. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. The look ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network. The World Series is headed to a game six back in Houston where the Astros will have an opportunity to once again stave off elimination and possibly win this series in Houston seven games uh the Astros win nine to five on Sunday night making the series three games to two and they send the series back to Houston for game six where the Astros will be a small favorite in game six but in terms of the odds for the remainder of the series like who's going to win the World Series, the Braves are still your favorite. They are minus 210 compared to the Astros at plus 175. This game, I thought, was over in the first inning on Sunday night. Adam Duval hits a grand slam, and the Braves take a 4-0 lead in the first inning. Adam Duval is the third player in World Series history To hit a first inning Grand Slam. The Braves, the first team since the Yankees in 1961 to score four runs in the first inning with a chance to clinch the World Series. And speaking of the Grand Slams, the Astros became the first team ever to allow more than two Grand Slams in a postseason. They've allowed four. They load the bases, and they let you hit it out of the ballpark. But they came back. They rallied with two runs in the second, two runs in the third, three runs in the fifth, added some insurance in the seventh and the eighth, and they come back to win 9-5. to five. The Astros trailing 4 nothing, came back and won that game. Only three teams in World Series history have overcome a four-run deficit When facing elimination last time happened last time it happened was the 2002 Angels in game six against the Giants. So now make that only four teams I guess in World Series history coming back from a four run deficit in an elimination game and the Astros scoring a lot of their runs with two outs this postseason they have scored 50 runs with two outs. That's the second most in a single playoffs ever. The Dodgers, last season, 59 runs with two outs. No official announcement on the starting pitchers for the game that will happen on Tuesday from Houston. It's probably Luis Garcia for the uh, Houston Astros and Max Freed for the Atlanta Braves. So it'll be Garcia against Freed. And the last time that we saw Garcia in this World Series, he allowed one run in three and two-thirds innings. He uh, struck out six, and he walked four. And the last time we saw Max Freed, well, they probably want to forget that one, uh, six runs allowed on seven hits in five innings. Innings, and that was a seven-two loss in Game Two in Houston. So Max Fried back on the bump in Houston, looking for a bounce-back performance from the Game Two start, and hoping to clinch the World Series. And the Astros, I feel like they got to feel they got to feel pretty good about themselves because they're at home. They'll have the DH. Uh, it'll play to their strengths. And all they got to do is just win this game at home. And anything can happen in a game seven. Right? It's the whole Kevin Millar speech when the Red Sox came back to beat the Yankees when they were down 3-0 in 2004. He said, hey, all we got to do is win tonight because uh, next game, we got Pedro. Uh, next game, we got Schilling. And then anything could happen in game seven. That's, listen, all you got to do now if you're the Astros it's just win on Tuesday. Because anything can happen in a game seven. Which is why I actually like playing the Astros at plus 175. I pick the Braves to win this series. If you're telling, you know, obviously all they got to do is win one out of the next two games. So I would still favor them to win the World Series. There's a reason why they're favored at minus 210. But I think the values on the Astros here at plus 175 because... They're a slight favorite here in Game 6. And should they win Game 6 on Tuesday, they will also be a favorite in Game 7. So you're getting them at plus 175. Now, I understand this does mean that they have to win two games rather than betting them as a favorite in Game 6, but you're also mitigating your losses because if they lose Game 6... You're only losing your one unit to win your plus money on the plus 175 as opposed to losing your 1.2, 1.3, 1.4, whatever the final odds are by the time first pitch comes around uh, on Tuesday. That's why I like the Astros at the plus 175 value. Being at home, all they got to do here is win game six. They'll be favored uh, in game six. As I mentioned, it's minus 120. Total is nine, and they will be favored in Game seven as well. I don't know right now who the World Series MVP is going to be. I, I couldn't tell you. I bet the World Series MVP prior to this uh, prior to it started, and I bet on Jock Peterson. Now it's not gonna happen. Jock hasn't had a good uh postseason. Jorge Soler, probably the leader in the clubhouse for the Atlanta Braves. Jorge Soler hit the leadoff home run in Game One, so you you know like you know right off the bat you're thinking okay, Soler's the guy here. And Soler, and this it bothers me so much if Soler is going to win this award because um, I actually considered Solaire him and Jock Peterson had the same odds at the plus 3000 and I was just very caught up in the whole Jocktober and looking at Jock Peterson's World Series history uh the games that he had played with the Dodgers I mean we're talking about a guy who had an opportunity to become the eighth or still has an opportunity to become I believe it's the eighth player all time to win back-to-back World Series with two different teams Last guy to do it was Ben Zobrist. Ironically, he was the World Series MVP when the Cubs won it. So I I thought that he would have a couple of big home runs here in this series. And uh, maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't happen, but certainly one performance is not going to do it here if he has a good performance in a Game 6 or Game 7. Jorge Soler so far in this series, he has homered twice. He has three RBI and he's got a double. And four hits. It's pretty good numbers. He had the home run in game one. He had the home run in uh, on Saturday as well. So Soler is doing a pretty good job here of being the front runner, if you will, for the Atlanta Braves to uh, win the World Series MVP. Now, does... um, Austin Riley certainly has a case to be made. He had three hits in this game. Does Adam Duval with the grand slam thrust himself into the equation because the RBIs are now racking up? You know, Duval's a guy that homered already earlier in this series. So does he become in the equation? Now, what happens also? The Astros win this thing. Who's the MVP? Is it Correa? I would say Correa right now is the MVP for the Astros but they have to win two more games. So the player that steps up for them and helps them win these next two games is going to win the MVP. The MVP award for the Astros could very well be won in these next two games. In fact, it probably will. Uh, And if I had to lean, I'd say Correa. And for the Braves right now, I I guess Soler? Definitely not going to be Jock, though. I'll take the L on that one. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You follow along on Twitter at Scott's air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Follow us all on the network here on v at v Live. Coming up next, we'll uh, get into a little bit of uh, you know, college football, NFL, look ahead to next week's lines. This is The Look Ahead here on v the sports betting network.
3: work.